Happy Friday, faithful listeners. This is Jen here with P40Ministries.com. And I have a brand new episode for you today. And this one's going to be a little bit more theological than some of my other podcast episodes have been. So this one is a little bit more in depth. And just to warn you, I might go over the time that I usually do, which is 10 to 15 minutes. I try to keep my podcast episodes between 10 to 15 minutes. So this one might go over a little bit because we are talking about the testing of Abraham this morning. So turn in your Bibles, unless you are driving to work, turn in your Bibles to Genesis chapter 22, and I'm going to be reading verses 1 through 14 today out of the NLT version of the Bible, but you can read out of whatever version you prefer. Sometime later, God tested Abraham's faith. Abraham, God called. Yes, he replied, here I am. Take your son, your only son, yes, Isaac, whom you love so much, and go to the land of Moriah. Go and sacrifice him as a burnt offering on one of the mountains which I will show you. The next morning, Abraham got up early. He saddled his donkey and took two of his servants with him, along with his son Isaac. Then he chopped wood for a fire for a burnt offering and set out for the place God had told him about. On the third day of their journey, Abraham looked up and saw the place in the distance. Stay here with the donkey, Abraham told the servants. The boy and I will travel a little further. We will worship there and then we will come right back. So Abraham placed the wood for the burnt offering on Isaac's shoulders, while he himself carried the fire and the knife. As the two of them walked together, Isaac turned to Abraham and said, Father, yes, my son, Abraham replied. We have the wood and the fire, the boy said, but where is the sheep for the burnt offering? God will provide a sheep for the burnt offering, my son, Abraham answered. And they both walked on together. When they arrived at the place where God had told him to go, Abraham built an altar and arranged the wood on it. Then he tied his son Isaac and laid him on the altar on top of the wood. And Abraham picked up the knife to kill his son as a sacrifice. At that moment, the angel of the Lord called to him from heaven, Abraham, Abraham. Yes, Abraham replied, here I am. Don't lay a hand on that boy, the angel said. Do not hurt him in any way. For now I know that you truly fear God. You have not withheld from me even your son, your only son. Then Abraham looked up and saw a ram caught by its horns in a thicket. So he took the ram and sacrificed it as a burnt offering in place of his son. Abraham named the place Yahweh Yireh, which means the Lord will provide. To this day, people still use that name as a proverb. On the mountain of the Lord, it will be provided. So this is a very typical children's story that you might hear in Sunday school, how Abraham was tested by God. But if you really think about this passage of scripture, you might be having some questions just as I did. Firstly, my my first question was, why did God do this? Why did God say to Abraham to sacrifice his son Isaac? Well, I looked this question up and I found a whole bunch of answers. And this is where we're going to get a little bit more in depth than we usually do. So the Hebrew word, in this passage for test is actually nasa. And nasa actually means something a little bit more than test. When we think of the word test in English, we think of taking a test or somebody testing us in order to see what the results are. 
but nasa means a quote-unquote test would have to involve the changing of the person. So it's not just like a written test that you have to take to see how you do. This kind of a test is much more in-depth. This test would involve somebody changing because of the results of it. So Abraham would have been going through a nasa, a test that requires him to change in some way, either for good or for bad. Now, obviously, Abraham chose the good way to change. He ended up trusting in God so much that God could either save his son Isaac or bring him back from the dead. He had that much faith in God and was maybe not unafraid, but was willing to do it for God because he loved God that much. On top of this, Abraham had gotten a promise from God. Now, Abraham is very, very old at this point and has interacted with God on several occasions up to now. He knows that God promised to give him many, many descendants through his son Isaac. So he had faith that God would fulfill this promise. And that is why he was willing to do this for God. He knew that somehow God would make it all right. And this required Abraham to change. It's very possible that over the years he hadn't heard from God, he was feeling happy and blessed with Isaac, his son, that he began to forget about God. I'm not saying that is the that is what happened, I'm not saying that, but it's possible that something like that did happen because God comes to him and requires Abraham to change in some way. Now, secondly, I think that the reason God asked Abraham to do this was to show a picture of Jesus. It's funny because where Abraham was supposed to sacrifice his only son, Isaac, is what God calls Isaac, Abraham's only son where Abraham was supposed to sacrifice Isaac was in the same spot where Jesus would come back to the people and also be sacrificed for the sins. Not in the same exact spot, but in the same region. It would have been Jerusalem in the future. And this was a picture of what God the Father was going to do for humanity. He was going to send his only son to take away the sins of the world to sacrifice him as a lamb, as a holy lamb, that we can now dwell with God forever and ever and ever. So this was not just a test, but this was also a picture and a prophecy of what was going to happen many years in the future with Jesus Christ from Abraham's bloodline. And now I think one of the other reasons that God allowed Abraham to go through this nasa or this test was because he never had any intention of allowing Abraham to actually sacrifice Isaac. In fact, God never, ever condones human sacrifices in the Bible. God actually despises human sacrifices, and when the law comes about, he completely, 100% despises them. He says, you should never sacrifice a human being to any God whatsoever, even myself. So he makes it very clear how he feels about human sacrifices. And he never condones them except on one occasion when Jesus willingly sacrificed himself for the state of the world. And notice that I said willingly. Jesus willingly came down to earth to sacrifice himself because Jesus, who is God, he's part of the Trinity, 
He loves humanity. He absolutely loves humanity and he was willing to sacrifice himself as a way to take away the sins of the world. But I want to talk a little bit about this passage in Genesis chapter 22. So we don't know how much time had passed from the time that Abraham and God had last communicated. We don't even know how old Isaac is at this point. But Isaac was probably a young boy. And I do find it interesting in verse 2 that God really drives the point home that Isaac is Abraham's only son. And that is because Isaac is Abraham's only legitimate son. In all honesty, Ishmael should never have happened. That was a sin on Abraham's part. That was a sin that should never have taken place. Abraham should never have slept with a woman who was not his wife. So God really drives this point home. Take your son, your only son, yes, Isaac, whom you love so much, and go to the land of Moriah. So he really drives that point home. The son you love so, so much, your only son, take him and go and sacrifice him. And Abraham would have understood about human sacrifices at this point because he's living in a land that does not honor God. He is living in a land that probably does human and child sacrifices on a regular basis. So Abraham would have been very well versed on what this is. And God is saying to Abraham, go and sacrifice your only son. Sacrifice him as a burnt offering to me. But Abraham had so much faith that he does it. He goes and he saddles up his donkey and he takes a couple servants and he takes wood and he takes a torch and he goes and takes Isaac to this mount where God had told him to sacrifice his son. So Abraham goes all the way. This is a three-day journey for them. So he goes all the way to this mount and finally he tells the servants, okay, we are almost there. Please wait here with the donkey and Isaac and I are going to go worship. He calls him the boy. The boy and I are going to go worship and we will come back once we are done. So Abraham and Isaac continue up the mountain. Isaac has the wood strapped to his shoulders and Isaac's like, father, where's the lamb for the sacrifice? We have the torch, we have the wood, but we don't have anything to sacrifice. And Abraham, his, his reply is interesting. He says, God will provide a sheep for the burnt offering, my son. So he has faith. He has faith that God is going to provide a sheep or a lamb for this offering. And maybe he wouldn't have to sacrifice his son, Isaac. Like imagine having that much faith that God could do something for you. And it's funny because that's exactly what God does. Abraham is so faithful and so trusting of God and God's promises that he even starts to take the knife to kill his only son. But immediately, as soon as he does this, as soon as he has this change in his heart where he has so much faith in God that God could even raise his son up from the dead, the heavens open up and an angel says to Abraham, it says the angel of the Lord, and I believe that this is Jesus talking, or who we know of as Jesus. He says, Abraham, stop. Do not even lay a finger 
on this child. And he's, because like I said, God had never had any intention to allow Abraham to actually sacrifice his son. If Abraham went through with this test and responded the proper way, God had never had any intention to allow a human sacrifice like that. So he stops Abraham in his tracks and he's like, stop. And then God does exactly what Abraham had believed in his heart that God was going to do. He provides a sheep for Abraham to sacrifice instead of Isaac. Because all of a sudden there's this ram that's stuck in this thicket. And Abraham ends up taking this ram and sacrificing it to God instead of his son Isaac. And like I've said in previous podcast episodes, sacrifices were the norm at this time especially animal sacrifices, that was okay. That was normal to do, and that was the wages of sin. So the wages of sin is death. And even though God had not had any intention from the very beginning of time to allow death like that, because he didn't want humanity to die in our sins and not be allowed to dwell with him ever, he instead has the sacrifices be animals clean animals like rams and sheep and and goats and things on that level. So he provides Abraham with this sheep. Just as Abraham had believed in his heart that God would do, God did it. And he never allowed Abraham to harm his son. Never had any intention for that. And so Abraham ends up naming this mountain Yahweh Yirah which means the Lord will provide. And this was the change Abraham had in his heart. Abraham goes from being a scared person, a terrified person that he is going to be killed because his wife is so beautiful and that they're going to take his wife. He goes from being a fearful person to somebody who has so much faith in God that he's willing to go this far and knows that God is going to provide for him. So much change Abraham is experiencing right now. So this is a really interesting transition that we are seeing in Abraham right now. He is going through that nasa, that change, that test. And that is exactly what God wanted to see in Abraham. So my question is, to end this podcast, how can we bring this kind of faith that Abraham has in God forward into today. Can we begin to trust so much in God's promises that we have this kind of faith that Abraham has, that God will provide every single need that we could ever have? We just read Genesis chapter 21, and the entire chapter was about God providing for Abraham's needs and Ishmael's needs and Sarah's needs. That entire chapter was showing how God provides. So we can look at chapters like this in the Bible, Genesis chapter 21 and Genesis chapter 22, and see this change that Abraham goes through where he has so much faith. And we can take that today and remember these kind of stories from the Bible where God provides. And we can remember times in our life where God has provided for us something that just didn't seem like it could be a coincidence because it was just so perfectly done. Those kinds of things where God just continues to provide for us on a daily basis and have that kind of faith that God continues to provide. 
join me on Monday. We are going to finish out Genesis chapter 22 and see what, how God responds to Abraham. Although I pretty much gave it away in this podcast episode today. So sorry about that. But join me 6 a.m. on Monday to talk about that. And you know, if you need some Christmas gifts for your family, go to my website, www.p40ministries.com shop and take a look at some of the t-shirts I have in the store. And you can also support P40 Ministries financially that way as well. And I do thank you guys for tuning in and for listening. Have a blessed weekend. And as I say at the end of every podcast episode, oh, speaking of, my husband actually thought that I didn't know I was saying that at the end of every podcast episode. He's like, you know, you really say that a lot. You probably should switch that up. And I'm like, I purposely say that at the end of every podcast episode. So like I say at the end of every podcast episode, happy listening and God bless. Bye, everybody.